Check, check. Check, check creates an interesting situation in which both players may have nothing. Check, check scenarios open up bluffing opportunities on the turn. If your opponent doesn't have anything on the flop, he probably won't have anything on the turn either. However, be aware that a check doesn't always mean your opponent has nothing. Sometimes your opponent will try to trap by checking to try to make you think that he has nothing and trap you on the turn. Depending on who's playing, dry boards can go check-check a lot because no one has anything. On the other hand, one might check back because he's on a draw and doesn't want to invest any more money for pot control. Sometimes the action can go check-check when one player flopped a monster and is waiting for the opponent to catch up. On a board of ace-ace-deuce, you probably want to check with ace-king. You basically have the whole flop, and it will be hard for your opponent to have anything. Remember that early on, moves aren't as trustworthy, because people try trapping and bluffing a lot. Later on in the hand, plays become more legit and more believable. Pay attention to your opponent and try to estimate how often he's trapping by checking his hand. Check bet. When it goes check bet, you have three options. Fold, call, or raise. You need to decide if your opponent is betting just because you checked, and it looks like you don't have anything. How crafty is your opponent? Does he only bet when he actually has it? Does he bet draws? If your opponent develops a pattern of always betting when you check the flop, you can exploit his pattern either by calling and bluffing the turn or re-raising right now. Analyze the board texture and see if this would be a profitable play. If your opponent is legit and he bets on a board such as King 2-7, you have to assume he has at least a king. If your opponent raised pre-flop and is a tight aggressive player, it makes it way more likely that he actually has a king. However, if he's always raising and basically auto-betting the flop, then you can assume he just has two random cards and might want to try to take advantage of this horrible play. Don't assume your opponent has it just because he is betting out. And don't auto-fold just because you didn't hit. You aren't going to hit the majority of the time, so to be a winning player, you're going to have to bluff some of the time. Check Bet Call Check-bet-call scenarios means you have something to continue in the hand. It could be intangible value or tangible value. Tangible value would be you called because you have some equity in the hand. You might have a flush draw, odds to call a straight draw or paired up on the flop. Intangible value would be that you called because you believe you have a lot of intangible equity. Intangible equity would include things like there's a high percentage chance of bluffing off your opponent on the turn because you think he's floating. Drawing to a low percentage hand is tight and will fold if a higher card hits. You might have called because you feel like you can represent a bigger hand than what your opponent has later down the road on the river and get him off. The most insane thing I've seen is calling with a mediocre hand because you think your opponent has a mediocre hand. When it comes to showdown, you are betting on the fact that when you call down, you won't have to show your hand. 
You've noticed a pattern of your opponent auto-folding on the river when his opponent calls a big bluff. Your opponent just assumes that you have it, and you couldn't possibly have called down that large of a bet with eight high, so he makes a big assumption and folds without even showing. If your opponent does this 88% of the time, guess what? You intangibly have pocket aces on the river with eight high.